Hola, mi nombre es Kofi, ¿cómo está? Un Josh, se me puso Kofi, se va. Ni hao, namaste. Osai, anakitawiya, Ohio, I see you. Manut, Wagwan, Aloha, Chao, Jambu, Mimi ni Kofi, Nina Franco, Katana Lewewe, Habarigani, Akwaaba, Madaase, Etese, Boker Tov, Boker Tab. Everybody, I am Pastor Kofi, Pastor of Servants of Christ, where we are always changing lives one mind at a time of being a voice of the voices and speaking the unspoken. Truly, it is a blessing to be in front of everybody one more again and to spend some time with you. Excited to get into this word again today, and I'm grateful for an opportunity to spend some time with you guys. As always, um, we give all honor and praise once again to the Most High. I give all honor and praise to him for my wife, the Honorable Amma, or Maya, the Honorable Amma, who lives a life that's able to be honored. You can check her out as always on TikTok, YouTube, or website, and Pinterest at Bloom and Flourish. Not A and D, the letter N. Bloom and Flourish. She is a healer, herbalist, chemist, and biologist, biologist by degree. And um, we're thankful and grateful for everything she's doing for the health of the diaspora. Today, we want to give you a reminder about a business before we get in, as we try to oftentimes do. Um, please, ma'am, please, sir. Well, first first things first, actually, if you can, if you're able to support um, Minister Tamra's family. Uh, they have some stuff that they're trying to raise some money for. Um, so, and if you want more information about it, just contact us if you're on the podcast or YouTube. If you later come on from Facebook, feel free to ask us uh, information. We'll make sure that we get you the information for the GoFundMe page. Oh, I'm sorry, that's not even the right one. Excuse me. Got so much stuff on here. Apologize, I left the wrong one up. Sorry, Minister Tamer, if you see this, this is not even correct. Uh oh. Uh oh, hold up. There it is. Sorry. Sorry. So, if you're able to see it, excuse me, that's the GoFundMe page information. Excuse me. So if you'd like to be able to help the family out, um, who's trying to help with the, a loved one who's been lost, um, if you're able to help out in any way, shape, or form, don't worry about sending us anything. Um, send it to either Minister Tamer or send it to GoFundMe, the GoFundMe page itself. If you're um, not able to get information on it or get in touch or, you know, get those things together, simply ask us for the information one more again and we'll make sure we send you information, okay? So if you can help out with that, we greatly appreciate it. Once again, if you're on YouTube or on the podcast, we will ensure that you uh, that you can get the information through us and from us. And really, you can just look in our feeds and stuff like that. You should be able to find it. Um, also, too, before we get into today, the business that we'd like to be able to go ahead and introduce and remind people about is uh, Brother Jermaine, how he makes shirts for our community and diaspora. Brother Jermaine's right next to young um, Prince Solomon on the screen. So if you are... Uh, Somebody who's interested, some of you already have had his shirts and things like that. He has not only the sweatshirts and the hoodies, but he has different things like even regular t-shirts, different things on them. They can even be customized uh, for your approval and for your liking. So you'd like to be able to get some of this gear in your repertoire, right? If you want to be able to have some of this stuff that you want to rock it yourself, then feel free to go ahead and make sure that you are supporting uh, Brother Jermaine. Amen. As we get ready to get started, we thank you guys once again for being on with us. We appreciate you so very much. We're going to get ready to get into today's message, today's teaching. Uh, once again, we give we, we are thankful to everybody on, to the moderators, ministerial staff, SOC, um, 
Secretary of Staff contacts, liaisons, etc. Lottie Dottie and everybody, we appreciate your presence and we're thankful and grateful to have you guys on with us on all these different platforms. Thank you again for being on with us. Um, uh, text us, Sister Carla, or even if you want to reach out through Patreon or something like that, DM us, but text us and reach out. We'll make sure that we get it to you. I'm on. I'm on. Um, so thank you everybody for being on again. We appreciate you. We're going to go back to Romans. We're not in the Roman road anymore, but we're going to get, we're going to focus in on Romans chapter 12 verses one and two. We're really going to focus on verse two. So if you'd like to turn there with us to Romans chapter 12 verses one and two, feel free to go ahead and go there as you go. And once you have it, say amen, say I got it, say I'm with you, etc. In the meantime, as you're turning there, let us go ahead and, uh, and uh, say hello to everybody in the meantime. How you doing? Sister Joy, Shamika, uh, Minister Stephen, Carla, um, Elishava. Not sure if that's Minister Elishava or Elishava. I um, might have two Elishavas, amen. Uh, Warren, Radio Prince, Cobreezy, Sister Iskach, um, Sister Sylvia, Marky, Sister Betty, um, Yaswan Shim, Sister Sage, Tawana, JP, Rich Chris. Everybody, if I've missed your name on any of these platforms, shout out to my head, not to my heart. I think I said Sister Sage earlier. How you doing? Um, Brenda, everybody, everybody. Sister Sheila, appreciate y'all. Come on in, come on in. How you doing, Zahara? How you doing, Sister Monica? Stay safe out there if you're on the road. How you doing, Brother Ali? Stay safe if you're on your way to the to, to job. Alrighty, I might miss something. I think I saw Brother Allen on earlier. I might have missed him. How you doing, Damon? How you doing, Sister Yvette? Um, everybody, we appreciate you. How you guys doing? Sherry, Shari, I'm not sure if it's Shari or Shari or Sherry, but either way, thanks for being on. Uh, Meek, uh, I don't know if it's Meek Seed or Meek Shade. Um, how you doing? Easy Travel Co., everybody, everybody. Sister Knight, Warren, I think I said hello to you earlier. If I miss you once again, charge in my head, not to my heart. We appreciate everybody's presence today. Once again, we're going to Romans chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. Once you have it, say amen. Say, I got it. Say, I'm with you. Right? Early Shabbat Shalom or Shabbat Shalom to those of you who are using Israelite calendar, Gregorian calendar, Julian calendar, whatever the case might be. How you doing, Sister Deborah? I'm on. Okay, we got some with you. How you doing, Brother TJ? Peace, peace, peace. May the grace and peace of our Lord be upon thee, big brother. Um... Alrighty, we got some goddess, we got some with yous. Alright, so we're going to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Mm. Holy Spirit is saying some stuff as I'm talking. <laughs> Amen. Alrighty, Romans chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2, we just went through the Roman road, so most of us shouldn't have a problem finding Romans. Just in case, though, if you can find Matthew, right, and look at Mark, then Luke, then John, then the book of Acts, and then you go to, you'll find Romans, and then just go over to chapter 12 and get ready to start at verse 1. How you doing, Sister Nadine? All righty. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. All right, got some goddess, all that, amen. All right, so we'll just go ahead, if you can put your right hand in the air, or your device, your Bible and just repeat after me, right? Um, we'll say our Bible pledge real quick and then we'll go in. This is my Bible, this is my sword, and this will I trust for Yahashua is Lord. No sword of God shall ever be heard 
for this is my Bible, and this is Yach's word. Atsham Yechava, Aman. We're in Yechava's name. Amen. How you doing, Paul? Paul, 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 Diesel, thanks for being on. All right, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. They read as follows. They read as follows. It goes like this. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto Elohim, your reasonable service, by the renewing of your mind. I'm sorry. Sorry, I just skipped over some. Sorry. That ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto Elohim, your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, to this cosmos with a K, to this system, Right? Be ye not conformed to this system, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that tabah, at acceptable, right? at perfect uh, will of Elohim. We've just read Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 in its entirety. May Yahweh have a blessing to the readers here, and especially the doers of his most holy word. You may be seated or go back to what you're doing, and thank you for reverencing the word of Yahweh for those who did do so with us. We appreciate you. Today, we're going to be speaking specifically from the theme, take responsibility for your mind. Take responsibility for your mind. I don't have to take responsibility for what they say about me. I don't even have to worry as much about proving who I am. That's going to be important in a second. How you doing, DB? Right? But take responsibility for your mind. Now, now, spirit, right, in, in the Greek setting, is dealing with the, the pneuma, which is talking about, which is P-N-E-U-M-A. And this pneumatic thought is something that's supposed to be a stoic thought that marries the soul, the body, and the spirit together. So in the Greek, and once again, we're going to try out these markers. We'll see if we have a better, if we fare better today. So I guess I'll, let, me, let me make sure you guys can see the screen properly. So if we're talking about the mind, let's bring this down some. Let's bring this down some. So we're talking about the, the mind. Let's, let's do a check real quick. Let's, 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 let's check something real quick. Oh, wow. It might be the board. Somebody said this was the board yesterday. It might be the board. I might have to clean the board. I think that's what it is. You guys want me? Well, let's take a survey real quick. Quick survey, because this is going to be on you guys if you need to pause. I might have to pause the podcast for a second and then come right back. But do you guys want me to use the whiteboard? I think it might just be that I need to clean it, clean it and um, wash it down and clean it. So it might not take me any more than a minute or so. You guys want to use the whiteboard? Clean it with alcohol? I don't know if I've got alcohol near me. I mean, we got alcohol somewhere now. Okay, all right then. Pause right here. I'm going to go and see if I can clean it. Matter of fact, I'll see if we have alcohol. We have alcohol. I guess that'll work, work better, but give me a second. Let's see if we can clean it, and then we can use the whiteboard. It might make it easier to follow today. Hold on one second. Everybody coming on. How you doing, Donovan? How you doing? My wife is on the Honorable Amas. Always check her out on TikTok, YouTube, website, and Pinterest at Bloom and Flourish. Not A and D, the letter N. Bloom and Flourish. She's a healer, herbalist, chemist, and biologist, biologist by degree. Alrighty. So we'll see. I think this Prayerfully, this will work. We'll see in a second. We'll find out if this, in fact, got it done. 
Let's see. Well, yeah, it's definitely better. Yeah, okay. Can you guys see it where you are? I know we got the lighting issue on uh, on YouTube now. If I move the light, does it change? Nope. If I turn this off, does it change it? I guess. But it's now it's dark though. All right, well, we'll see what we got. Maybe if I put the light up, does that get rid of it on YouTube? Yeah, but then we still lost that. Well, prayerfully you guys can see what's going on. All right, can you guys see that enough? You guys see hello on there enough? How you doing, Michael? It's all right, it works? Okay, all right. I'm gonna have to figure out this lighting situation, I don't know. You know there's people that get paid like thousands upon thousands, millions of dollars even for lighting because knowing how to not make sure the light doesn't do stuff like that and getting light to bounce off of light and all that. It's a, something I have not mastered at all. <laughs> I, I guess over time I'll end up getting it. All right, it's, it's all right? Okay, all right. So uh, let's go ahead and get into this. So today we're talking about the mind, right? And we're, we've even talked about before, even in the series we were doing, we talked about mind over matter and things of that nature, right? And matter are the things that you physically see, but the mind is dealing with some stuff that you cannot see, right? But in the, um, and mind also here, so we were starting off talking about spirit, right? And even if we go to the Greek connotation or the Greek context, if you will, right? When we look at spirit, in the Greek, this word spirit is pneuma. Okay, in the Greek, this word is pneuma. Spirit is pneuma. Right? Oh, amen. Thank you, Sister Betty. I, I just caught that. Appreciate you. Right? You said whenever uh, we have a chance, uh, know about the calendar, look in the link tree that's in the description with the video, and you should be able to click on that, and then it should have a spot. I think it's like the second spot down where you can click on it to fill out some information about the calendar if you're interested, okay? So spirit is pneuma. Now pneuma, right, the pneumatical thought, the pneuma is actually dealing with the stoic thought, right? The stoic thought, okay, that is going to marry together, is going to bring together the spirit the soul and the body together. Okay. So if I'm dealing with so if I'm dealing with um the the spirit in the Greek context and even really in the Hebrew context as well, but I'm always going to be dealing with with the stoic thought if they say spirit, their spirit is always supposed to through the soul be leading the body. Remember we're 3 in 1. Right. You can't really separate it. So a lot of people, what they do is they say, well, my spirit, man, my spirit, man, they never focus on the physical man. That's why many of us, even such as myself, have so many physical ailments because we were told to focus on spirit, 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 and never were reminded. Well, what about your body? Or we have spirit, 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 but never did things to alleviate soul time. So you weren't worried about your soul. Right. How you doing, Sister Barbara? How you doing, Yosef? So the spirit, the soul and the body come together. Right. And so, to, but today we're talking about what? We're talking about the mind. Right. Today we're talking about what is the theme again today? The theme is the responsibility or take responsibility for your mind. Take responsibility for your mind. 
many people are trying to prove things without first having your mind together, right? So I wanted to first remind you what pneuma is, because when they say spirit, they're still talking about your spirit, your soul, and your body intertwine, right? If your soul, so spirit, although yes, there is, you are a spirit, you are a soul, you are a body, but the spirit should have access. You should set up your life. You should set up your mind to be able to make sure that your spirit your soul and your body are intertwined. Always thinking about that. If I make a decision with my body, how does it affect my spirit or my soul? If I make a decision with my soul, how does it affect my spirit? If I make a decision with my spirit, how does it affect my soul and my body? Right? This is, this is just the beginning, but we want to make sure that we're on the same path. Matter of fact, if we talk about this word soul, the word soul, we've talked about this before, the word soul in the Greek actually, excuse me, the word soul in the Greek actually means, uh, is a word that you're more familiar with, even in Anglo-ish or English. You would s spell it like this. Now, you would pronounce it psyche, but the reality is it's actually in Greek pronounced psyche. All right? Psyche. And... Right. And by the way, those who do the whole thing of like your CHs in, in Hebrew make the, make the K sound, that's where you get it from. That's a that's a very alphabetic Greco-Roman uh, thought process when it comes to writing. How are you doing, Sister Deja? So so if I'm talking about the spirit, which is the pneuma, then the pneuma is the stoic thought that marries the spirit, soul and body together. If I'm going to deal with my soul. Right. So my spirit, pneuma, all of them coming together. If I'm going to deal with my soul, my soul is my psyche. Right. How you doing, Sister Karen? All right, everybody with us so far? How you doing, Minister Tracy? I think I just saw your name pop up, or maybe not. Uh, you're right. But if I'm dealing with my soul, I'm dealing with my psyche. Now, watch this. If I want to deal with the study of my psyche or the logic of my psyche, the logic of my soul, then I would have to deal with my... This is all these words mean. We have to know what these words mean in order to get the mindset for what we're talking about. Right? I have to deal with my psychology. How you doing thoughts with SJ? Right? So this is my soul, and this is the logic or the study of my soul. Okay? Right? Compound word. Ology or the logia, really logia or logio is dealing with the study or the logic of the psyche is dealing with the soul. So if I go to a psychologist, right? How you doing, uh Suzette? Thanks for being on. How you doing, Hood Classic? How you doing? Uh, I don't know if it's Tisa, Tisa Bing. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, thanks for being on. Right? So then, if I want to deal with somebody who's going to deal with the logic of my soul, I have to go to a... I have to go to a psychologist. Right? The psychologist... And the IST on the word makes it somebody who's proficient, right? If you're proficient at playing the flute, you're called a flautist. If you're proficient at playing the piano, you're called a pianist, right? If you're proficient um, at, um, uh, at, at science, you are a scientist, right? If you're proficient at, at making people laugh, you are a humorist, okay? Well, if you are proficient at the study of the soul, then you are a psychologist, Right. If you're proficient at therapy, what do they call you? A therapist. Right. So the IST is telling me that somebody's proficient at it. The ology. Right. 
is telling me that somebody is dealing with the logic of it or the study of it, and the psyche of it is telling me that this is my soul. How you doing, Sister Shima? Right, you catch that? So, so, so when I'm talking about today the mind, we haven't even really gotten to the word for mind yet, even in the Greek context, but I'm trying to show you how these words work. You use a lot of this all the time. You might not use pneuma or pneumatical as much, right? But when you're talking about the, the psyche, you deal with that a lot and don't even realize what's coming together. So if my spirit and my soul, which are eternal, are not even having headway as far as making sure that they're telling the body, which is temporary, what to do, right? You're going to have a problem. See, because even though I don't want to live by the flesh, the flesh also, according to the word of Yah, how you doing, big brother Thomas, the flesh or the body must also be subject to the spirit. Correct? Doesn't your Bible tell you that your flesh should be subject to the spirit, right? And remember Adam, Adam, right? Adam, the first, or, you know, at least as far as our particular um, human humankind and human beings. The first Adam, the first man, is someone who is spirit, soul, and body. Remember, his body was shaped from the ground. Remember, his spirit is hovering, or a spirit is hovering, but it doesn't connect until the Most High breathes into Adam and he becomes a living soul. In the Hebrew, by the way, soul would be Uh, sorry, y'all. There we go. Or. It would be Nachevash. Na, nun, chi, chit. Vav, va, or va, vav, sh, shin, right? Which means that my soul in Hebrew, by characters, remember, because in Hebrew we don't spell words out, but we put it with characters. So therefore, I have, none is saying I have perfection. I've been, my soul is what? Something that's perfection or perfect, should be perfect, in line with a perfect spirit. Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, be ye perfect as your Father in heaven also is perfect. Or if you don't want to go for that, find something that's being perfected. Right, my soul should be something that's be, being perfected or treated as perfect. Chet, which is protecting it, right, or is protected. Vav, by the one who was nailed. Okay, by the one who was nailed, sheen, and guards me away from destruction. And if my soul is messed up, well then, hey, it won't be perfect because it's not protected by the one who's nailed, and therefore it will be destroyed. Right, but the nachevash avdor or in Paleo Hebrew and Hebrew. Right? So the nachevash, or the psyche in the Greek, psyche, P-S-Y-C-H-E. So my psyche, my psyche, my psychology, the study of my psyche, the psychologist, the one who's proficient at the logic or the study of my psyche, right, has to, has to make sure that a big piece of that is the soul. So soul is dealing with even not just the pneuma, the stoic thought, but it's also going to be dealing with the next word we're coming up with. Everybody had a chance to look at this? We're going to move on. I don't want to move on. And people say we didn't have a chance to see it. So everybody have a chance to look at it, look through it, touch and agree or not agree or you got questions or makes zero sense, makes a lot of sense. All right. Okay. So now that we've got this together, 
Now we're going to go to the mind. That's what we're focused on, the renewing of your mind. We talked about Romans 12, 1 and 2 today. That's what, we, or that's what we read. That's our focal scripture, if you will, for today. And we want to make sure that we're dealing with the mind properly. What is your mind? And today we're talking about take responsibility for your mind. Take responsibility for your mind. Now, in the Greek, the word mind is the word... So, in the Greek, the word mind is the word notes. Remember, this ooh sound is Greek. I know people keep trying to talk about that. That's he, mm -mm, this Greek. This is the ooh. Remember, we were talking about that yesterday and that came up in Q&A and stuff? And I was trying to tell people about that. And I was saying we're going a little deep and stuff. But maybe this is why we went a little deeper in that. Here, here we go, revisiting that ooh sound again, right? So you, if you notice, we haven't really seen the vav or the va sound in Greek, right? But we see the ooh. Okay, so naus, naus. Now, naus is dealing with your mind. Guess what Naus is talking about? Naus, Naus, excuse me, or Naus, Naus, is dealing with intellect. Right? So we just talked about earlier the Numa. The Numa is. This is what they use for spirit, and spirit being a stoic thought that marries the soul, the body, and the uh, spirit together, right? And therefore, we have to talk about the soul, which is the psychology, the psyche, the psyche, right? And so, if I'm dealing with the psyche, then when it comes to my mind, I'm dealing with my intellect, right? Everybody, everybody with this so far, right? Is, is this making sense? Right? If I'm going to change my mind, it's going to come through my spirit man changing things on the soul plane, the spirit plane, the body plane, that I might be able to ensure that I have the right psychology even in my soul because my soul is what's going to be in between the spirit and the flesh. And then this is going to help me to develop a new mind, a transformed mind, a transformative mind. If my mind is transformed, that means my intellect has transformed. How you doing, Brother Vargas? How you doing, Brooklyn Zone? You see that? So my pneuma, right, that we just talked about, pneuma, spirit, soul, body, stoic thought coming together. My soul is dealing with the psychology, the psyche, and that means if I'm dealing with the intellect, the mind, the noose, then that means I'm dealing with the, the matter of fact, let's do this. I, I, let's look for the, I'm not even going to look at what I would come off the dome with. Let's look at, let's just Google search what intellect means. Right now that we know that that's what intellect means, let's look at what intellect means. Intellect is saying that this is the faculty of reasoning and understanding objectively, especially with regard to abstract or academic matters. It is also the understanding or mental powers of a particular person, and it is also an intelligent or intellectual person. So, okay, that's it as a noun. Actually, I guess all of those are nouns technically. But let's see. So it's the faculty of reasoning. Right, the faculty of reasoning. Especially concerning what? Especially um, with the understanding of mental powers. Oh, or, or sorry, with understanding 
All right, this means we got to talk about understanding, and mental powers. Ooh, ooh. So, so my, so the noose, the mind, the noose, the mind is dealing with the faculty of reasoning, understanding, and mental powers. What does Romans chapter twelve verse one say? It says, remember we talked about this. Somebody was saying maybe that maybe this might help. Whoever had the question, they were saying um, that when I was talking about reasonable service and I was talking about able to reason, reason able, able to reason. Maybe this makes more sense now because if I'm able to reason, it's because my mind, my intellect causes me to reason right if i'm able to reason it's because my mind my intellect now has it to where i'm able to reason right so if i'm able so 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 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of elohim that you present your bodies right which your bodies are connected as through the stoic thought your body connected to your soul and to your spirit so if you present your body, that means you've got to present your spirit and your soul. So I present your, ask you that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, which is whole, holy, one, alive, and acceptable, able to accept things. Why? Because you, uh, which is your reasonable service. You're able to serve differently because you're able to reason differently, which means you understand. Now, I, but now understand is not the same as comprehend. Remember that. Correct. Um, how you doing, um, Sister Nadine? Um, understand it not the same as comprehend. How you doing, Pearl? How you doing, Yasha? Understand and comprehend are not the same thing. I can comprehend something and not stand under it. Mm. Right? I can comprehend something and not stand under it. Remember, if you were to go to a courtroom, if they say, do you understand what they're saying, Mr. Forty? My first response, 99 Point nine percent of the time is going to be no. I do not understand. You know why? Because lawfully they're asking, "Do you are you willing to stand under it?" I'm not standing under that, even if that's your decision, especially if it's one that goes against me or I disagree with, or even if if it's something that I get ninety eight percent of what I want, but I didn't get a hundred percent of what I want. I still don't understand it, <laughs> right? But right. So comprehension is not the same as understanding. You can comprehend a word and not understand the word. Many people do this all the time, right? Um, you comprehend. Um, do unto others as you want done unto you, for this is the law of the prophets. You comprehend Matthew chapter 7, verse 12, but how many of us, when we get angry, say, well, it's the principle and you don't treat people like you would want to be treated. You, right? We comprehend that we should have empathy, but how many of us actually are empathetic when the time comes? Right? You don't understand it. You don't stand under that principle, but you comprehend it. Right? That, right? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. What's a principality? A principality is an origin or kingdom origin. We're having an issue because we don't know origins of things. We're arguing things without origin. So the mind is dealing with the intellect. We're not talking about the brain. Your body has a bunch of brains. Every cell has a brain, right? You're, 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 some people would even say your main brain, but a lot of people say, well, the second brain is the gut, right? You can be having the greatest day, stub your toe, and then see how your day is going for the rest of the day, Right? Like, you have brains all over your body, technically, right? You know, or I guess what well, they won't say technically. I'll say technically speaking because culture is relevant, right? But so, so you have many brains. I'm not talking about your brain. I'm talking about your mind. 
The brain is only set on physical. The brain is part of something you can feel. The brain is something you can see. The brain is something that you've seen people give you. But what about your mind, your intellect, your faculty of reasoning, your understanding, and even your mental powers? This is this this definition is coming from the world. This is coming from Google. I didn't I didn't this is not a working definition. My working definition is slightly different, but let's just stay with this, right? The faculty of reasoning. By the way, if you're part of a faculty, what does that mean? You said everything has intelligence? Oh. I mean, I guess you could say everything has intelligence, but once again, we're going somewhere. Sure, everything, everything has a mind, I guess. There's a mind of everything, but it doesn't mean that everybody's intelligence is based off something that's righteous. It doesn't mean that everybody's intelligence gets us where we want to go. But I'm with you on that, right? If you're part of faculty, okay, you could say you're a member. What else? If I'm, if I'm part of school faculty or something, what is that saying? So that could mean you're a member, somebody said. What else? If you're faculty... What if somebody were to use faculty in an assembly? Okay. What if somebody were to use faculty like this? You don't have all your faculties about you. Employed? Okay. What are they saying? You don't have your faculties about you. I don't know if you've ever heard that peculiar type of speech before, but it does exist, I promise. <laughs> right? What if somebody were to say, you do not have all your faculties about you? What, would, what, what, what are they trying to say? A lot of people might not know this. Now you think about, I'm saying it in school systems because you might not know what I'm about to say next because you only think about it. But there's a reason why it usually will be talked about in school systems. Sometimes your faculty of your environment, your faculty of your job situation, the faculty of your corporation, right? But guess what faculty means? Your wits, okay. You're part, you are a part of a body. Watch this. Faculty is talking about Somebody who's got mental powers. Did you know that? Faculty is talking about one who has mental powers. Actually, matter of fact, it can be, it can be, faculty can be mental or physical. To be honest with you, right? To be completely honest, it can be mental or physical. So I may not leave out the fact that it can be physical. But if you don't have your faculties about you, they're saying you don't have the mental powers about you, especially in this conversation in this context right we're saying that that the faculty of reasoning your intellect means you must have an understanding so you have to stand under you have to be under a standard and then also mental powers what mental powers do you get by being under that standard hmm. so the faculty is always talking about mental power somebody they're talking about your faculty they're talking about what's going on with you mentally what's going on with you physically what's going on with the power that you have if you're part of a faculty of your university you're supposed to have a higher standard that you're under right and therefore that higher standard supposedly has you in a place where you have higher mental powers and so out of that you have an intellect that causes you to be able to teach others who are coming into your university how to reason Oh, that's righteousness right there. That felt great. I felt that in my shundo. <laughs> how you doing? Um, how you doing, uh, uh, child of Yasmin? Uh, sorry, uh, Yasmina. Excuse me. 
How you doing, Brother Vincent? Let me say that again. If you are a faculty of a university, they're saying that you should have mental powers, that you stand, you stand un, you're under a standard that causes you to have certain mental powers. And so you as faculty now are supposed to be able, through your intellect, to be able to produce proper reasoning or show those who are coming in how to reason so that they might develop an intellect like yours or have a new mind. How you doing, Giza? Right? How you doing, Radio Prince? How you doing, uh, Sister Chambers? So, so you see, we're not even aware what these words mean. So today, we're talking about what? And how you doing, Elwin? I'm sorry, I missed you, but I see you. So today, we're talking about take responsibility for your mind, for your intellect, based off of the pneuma, the spirit, the soul, and the body who come together in stoic thought based off of the psyche, the psyche, the soul itself that is dealing with um, the, the logic of the soul the, the, and the being proficient in the logic of the soul, psychologist, psychology. And we're even dealing with the nose, the mind, which is dealing with the intellect, which we have to be faculties of. We have to be faculty, part of something, part of it's the people that are employed to have a higher mindset because we stand under a standard that causes us to have certain mental powers released into the atmosphere that cause our reasoning to change and now we can use this intellect to inform the reasoning of others around us right Amon? okay so I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that you present yourself uh, 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 that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable, which uh, your reasonable service, right? And be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We need to have a renewed mind, right? And then the next part is that ye may prove that acceptable and perfect uh, will of the Most High, right? Right? That you might prove. But see, we go straight from. For, we, we go straight to proving, and this is what I want to talk with us today. This is why this is important, that you have to take responsibility for your mind. This is where this starts getting more in-depth. Brethren, children of Yah, baby boy, baby girl, Avra, Hebrew, those grafted in, etc., etc., etc. This is where this starts getting fun. <laughs> All right. Many of you don't develop your mind. All you try to do is This is one of those words that I don't feel right. Did I spell this right? I don't be feeling right about this word for whatever reason. Did I spell that right? <laughs> this is one of those words. You ever wrote a word out that be messing with you? It could be short words and they still mess with you. You got certain words that always mess with you, right? It's like you write out again. You're like, again? What? Again? I guess that looks right, right? This is one of those words that for me, it just never seems right, right? But this is what you try, this is what you try to do, right? This is what you try to do. Prove. But what is, where's is your mind? All right, somebody missed it. You're trying to prove... But where is your mind? How you doing, D? You're trying to prove. But where is your mind? Okay, watch this. So many people can, can we can we can let's let's deal with the elephant in the room real quick. Many people have issues, including myself, from time to time. If I be honest with you, there's so many churches, there's so many governments, there's so many stories, there's so many 
intellects that are out there. There's so many camps. There's so many that there's so right. There's a lot of this stuff that happens. Holy Spirit, have your way. Now, I wasn't even gonna come here this way, but praise your heaven for you, you Holy Spirit, and building, building, building this up. It gets difficult. It gets difficult. But here's one of the things, can I tell you, in all honesty, that you need to do? And I'm not saying, if you want to do it with somebody else first and then do it with us, cool. You're going to need to learn how to stop trying to prove everything. And you're going to need to learn how to develop a mind, an intellect within what you're studying. I'm just going to try to help somebody real quick. I, I get it. There's so much out there. Amen, Minister Stephen. It's so much out there. It's difficult. And what happens is, it's like church hopping, right? You don't like certain things, whatever. Okay, I'm going to just hop to the next one. And before you know it, you've been to 20 churches. You've been a member of 20 churches in like 10, 10, 5, 10 years, right? And what happens now, especially with the internet, is the same way it affects the youth, it affects us, right? We're children of the Most High. We're youth in a sense. And the youths, the youth, we're sitting up here going through the same thing. There's so much. There's so much. Of this stuff that's going on and it's difficult because we haven't developed intellect all we're trying to do is prove prove and disprove i'm gonna prove this okay they didn't prove this okay i'm gonna go somewhere else prove 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 but first things first is even though we want to prove the perfect will of the most high hear what i'm saying even though that's part of it the your responsibility is to first change your mind change your intellect change the things you stand under change the power that you've been using and transform into something to where the power comes out of you that has been placed in the most high. When you change your mind, your life will follow, right? It's like that whole thing, free your mind and you'll will follow, right? Y'all remember that, right? Change your mind, free your mind, and then watch your life get freed up. And when your life is freed up, people who are looking at your life will look at your life as the proof. Don't twist it to where you're trying to prove it so that people will see your mind. Change your mindset, change your intellect, change your value system, and then watch people say, I can, I can touch and agree with that. This is one of the biggest words, one of the biggest curse words, really, for us, because we look at it wrong. We're always trying to prove. Where's the proof? Where's the documentation? I get it. Sure, there should be proof. But first things first, do you even have the intellect to deal with that proof? If you're going to talk about Kemet, like I was talking with somebody uh, the other night. And we're having a conversation about, well, what makes you guys different than anybody else? I started and, and I didn't I didn't prove anything. I started talking about the mind. Right. It was a legit question. Like what makes your religion different than anybody else's? What makes this sect different than anybody else? I was like, well, first things first. First, I don't know if I'm into us, if we're a sect of anything. Um, I do have a spiritual father, a spiritual mother, but we don't fall under anybody else's ministry and all that stuff. And we're not a denomination or any of that stuff. Yehoshua HaMashachi is our foundation. He's the chief cornerstone. That's the foundation, right? And I, and so I, I don't shy away from stuff. Somebody be like, well, what's your religion, this and that or whatever? My my, my religion, the, you know, I, or what makes you different? Why is it that we have to have religion, this and that? The word religion is, is simple. It's either something that everybody's bound by repetitively you keep being bound by the same thing or literally a legion of people that repeat the same thing so if you drink water today and i drink water today and we share that with each other right no matter where we are we share the same religion right i'm not worried about your religion as much as the mindset or the culture even that that religion comes out of you see so i've changed my mind my intellect and therefore when i've changed my mind my intellect guess what when i change my intellect as far as where, what is a suit and tie, right? 
Um, why do they wear suits? Why do they wear ties, for example? Ties and you tie it around the neck, it's supposed to be something that reminds you of when you were in battle and somebody had their throat cut and you abandoned something around it. And so you have the tie. Why Why is it that you have the cuffs and stuff? Well, the cuffs are supposed to be something that actually they used to even take stuff out of, not just frilly and things like that for people to see and dainty because they were dealing with some of that stuff, you know. But also, too, people would sniff stuff out of the cuff. Or why would you have the handkerchief? You would sniff it. Or because people didn't bathe, so you had the handkerchief to make sure that you covered your nose because people would take one bath a year if that right like so when i start seeing why they wear these and why do you wear the 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 shoes even men wear shoes and make sure you have heels even though they're not like the high heels but heels on the shoes well that's because it was a french guy that was into you know um there was a french king who was trying to bring the high heel shoes back because they weren't for women initially they were for men and he was trying to bring out back higher heels to lift off the ground and everybody liked it but people forget he brought it back from greeks and the greeks who like little boys they used to put them in high heel shoes and stuff and it made the little boy remember they have satyrs and stuff they have the 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 um half half boy half goat right and or half man half goat right if you've seen chronicles of narnia you know what i'm talking about and you have the half man and you have the half goat they like little boys underage boys right that was um what is his name uh, Pl Plato, platonic relationships, where Plato believe you think pl platonic relationships, you just think, once again, you have spirit, soul, and body together. People don't want to put this stuff together. You think that platonic relationships just mean you and a girl don't like each other, but y'all are friends. No, pl Plato believed that the best relationship to have, or the worst relationship to have, was a marriage between a man and a wife. He thought the greatest relationship to have was between a man and his uh, late 40s and a young boy, more than likely preteen years. And that was something that was done in many places, done even in places like Sparta and others, right? They believed in this. That was part of the culture. So they wore high, they put high heel shoes on there to where the boys' feet would look like hooves because they were also into B-ality, right? So that's what they did. And sometimes you might even have one where somebody showed the toes, just like you show your toes what it looks like cleft hooves, <laughs> right? But that's all they were doing. As they were putting that stuff together. So so this is what they're doing, right? So you have a so you might be wearing something that's not even for you. Right? Even sisters, right? They they had the longest time they these men who don't even like you, they put you in bras. And then you started saying, Okay, I got a bra, and I'm not saying, hey sisters, be out there, show all your business, but I'm just trying to give you a truth, a fact that they had you in bras and stuff, and then when people would say, Why do you wear the bra? And so they had to start coming up with stuff besides just, Oh, we don't want you to show yourself, because it's like, Well, I could just put another layer on. Right. Or I could wear something over the, the areola area if that's the if that's the problem. And so then they, they said, oh, well, buy the bra because it also helps your breast not to sag. Reality is, is that putting the bra on actually causes more saggage in the breast. So having the bra off actually causes your, your breast to have to lift themselves up. Therefore, you're working a muscle. Right. But they but I'm just saying all this stuff because they, they put all this stuff out there. Right. So. When you're sitting up there listening at this stuff, if you don't have the mind, then, right? So I, I stopped wearing certain attire because my mind changed, my intellect changed, and I didn't worry about having to wear a suit or tie to prove anything, right? I didn't have to worry about wearing certain attire to prove anything. I didn't have to worry. Look, my people have ran across many dangerous terrains barefoot. So why am I worried about wearing shoes and shoes with laces and having to wear sneakers my people have survived and lived 100 year plus lives easily and have walked 
at least 20 miles a day, no problem. Why am I wearing, why do I have to get tennis shoes? Why do I have to get walking shoes? Why do I have to get this, that? Why do I have to have football shoes? People pair, play soccer uh, with no shoes on in some places, right? Why would I worry about those things? The only reason I do is because I'm trying to prove. Now, who am I trying to prove it to? Did you catch it? Right? I don't know who Ali is. I'm sorry, Ali. I don't know know who you are. So uh, if you're on with us and you're trying to get on, I don't know who you are. I apologize. And you're going to keep trying to come on. I'm going to keep declining you. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, you can feel free. How you doing, babe? My wife is on the Honorable Ama. As always, check her out on TikTok, YouTube, or website, and Pinterest at Bloom and Flourish. Not A-N-D, the letter N. Bloom and Flourish. She is a healer, herbalist, chemist, and biologist, biologist by degree. And I'm sorry, how you doing, Minister Shante? Forgive me. All right, and I'm sorry if I'm missing some of your comments. Whoever this Ali person is is trying to force himself on. And he's making it where I can't see your comments. Forgive me. How you doing? And um, is it Bobby? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right at all. Bye-bye or Bobby? How you doing? How you doing, Sister Sabrina? So, so you keep trying to prove, but have never dealt with first. First things first is... Your intellect. You keep trying to prove, but first things first is your intellect. Your nose. Yeah, to prove yourself. Thank you, babe. Even with, like, That's a great word, right? To prove yourself with things all the time, it shows even low self-esteem. But I'm not worried about proving to you. I'm worried about the changing of my mind. The renewing of the mind. Now, if I'm dealing with the mind change, a nose change, remember in the Greek, nose is the word, if, you, if you're using Greek connotation, you're dealing with the nose. So even if I'm dealing with the nose, right, the novos, the nose, and by the way, it's close to another word too. Remember this word right here? We went over this in our Roman Road series and in, in the Expected Blessing series for this year. Nomos, it means name. Right, so if you're not careful, you'll even hear the two. And if you're not paying attention closely, especially if you don't know the language, you won't even realize that they're saying two different things here. Nomos is dealing with the authority, right? Your name is your authority, right? So it's dealing with the authority. It's also dealing with law, right? That's important for us to have. But nous, right, is dealing with your intellect. Thank you, Audrey. Appreciate it. And so my intellect, remember, and my intellect is dealing with two things we talked about, right? The standard I'm under, don't forget that. This is going to be important. Right? The standard that I choose to be under and also the mental powers. And by the way, this is not a... Somebody sees mental powers, they go, oh, here he is trying to be so spiritual. It's not it. No, no, no. This is actually not so mystical. It's practical, right? That's what your, if you're in the world, if you Google this, this is what your definition of intellect says, is that it deals with your mental powers. How you doing, Fader Pros? So, so your mental powers are part of your intellect. The standard I'm under informs my mental powers, right? And remember, we talked about it's the faculty of, uh, of reasoning, faculty dealing with mental or even physical powers. So my faculty is dealing with my mental powers. 
That's why school faculty is supposed to be at a higher level than the students because they're supposed to have a standard they're under that has caused them to already be at a higher level. Therefore, their intellect causes them to reason at a greater level and helps them to teach others how to be able to reason. This is why, once again, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that you present yourself, your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy one, able to accept things acceptable. And how can you how can you accept these things now? Because you are able to reason differently. And what is this? And what are the, so what are the words that we have to deal with with, with intellect now? Praise your Chabu. Is this blessing anybody? Is this blessing any questions, comments, and concerns before we go deep deeper? Right? Because now we're going to start getting into verse 2. Everybody with us? Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Talking about today, right? Take responsibility for your mind. Stop trying to prove everything to everybody. First things first, what is your mind on this? What is your intellect on this? What is the standard you're under? This is all dealing with your intellect, okay? So now, whatever my intellect is, right? Whatever my intellect is, now it says, and be not conformed. To this world, but be ye transformed. By the renewing of your naus, your mind, your intellect. Your intellect must be renewed. If I were to say to you, before we even get deeper, if I were to say to you, Science. How do you define science? What is scientific? You see, people think culture doesn't matter, but how people look at science is not everybody's way of looking at science. If I were to use the word science. How you doing, uh, Sister Rebecca? How you doing, Sister Jessica? How you doing, Minister Tamara? Right. If I were to say this is scientific, what what is your standard for science? Right. Nobody ever asks. Nobody ever questions the standard for science. But what is science? See, look, I get it. I believe in science. I'm not here to deny science. What I'm saying is, what is your standard? When somebody says something is scientific, what do you think? You think the study of, OK, based off of I'm not trying to even come at you, um, Andre. I'm just trying to get us to think a little different. Your, our, so the, the, the study of it based off of what? The logic or the ology. Remember, we just talked about the word in, in for Greek for psychology. Psyche, P-S-Y-C-H-E in the Greek or psyche, as you, we say, psyche is soul. So ology is the logic of it, the study of the soul. So it depends on what you believe in the soul or even if you believe in the soul, how well your psychology will be. How you doing, Brother Allen? But once again, the study of based on what? Okay, we have some people that are into herbalism on here, my wife included, right? But we have some people into herbalism and stuff. If you, if you wanted to know the scientific term of a flower, of a, of a shoot, of a branch, of a root, etc., what language are you supposed to speak? Right? What language? If you wanted to be scientific, if they find some a bone of an animal and they say this fossil belongs to whatever group what language are you supposed to speak in order for it to be considered scientific i'm trying to help somebody see because we don't think about the standard 
You're supposed to speak Latin. Come on, Sister Monica, right? You're supposed to speak Latin. Why are you supposed to speak Latin, though? Why is that so important? Or Greek. Greek and Latin, pretty similar, right? By the way, if you name a planet something, you're supposed to give it a Roman name or a Greek name or a Latin name, right? But, 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 but once again, why is it that it has to be Latin? Why is that? Well, simply enough, simply put, it's because the Romans, right, took Latin on, they took Greek, and they decided that that was more important than any other languages that were being spoke. And if you didn't speak those languages, they actually called you a barbarian. Right. For example, a lot of people don't know this. You know that the barbarian doesn't mean that you're dumb or stupid or slow. I mean, it kind of infers that, to be honest. But they would call you a barbarian because they would say, like, for example, if you if you've watched Charlie Brown and you hear him speaking, they got like the trombone person with the plunger in the background. And it's like, right. Or when you hear somebody speak and you don't. They, they you kind of phase out of what they're saying. How you doing, Pat? And they, you phase out. You start saying, oh, yes, blah, 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 whatever. Instead of saying blah, 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 or wah, 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 the Romans would say, you sound like bar, 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 bar. That's what they would say. Right? And so when they would say you sound like bar, 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 you don't speak Latin. You don't speak Greek. You don't speak anything that we think is relevant. So they'd say bar, 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 bar. And when they say bar, 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 they call you a barbarian. So when you call somebody a barbarian, a bar barbarians were not these hordes of people that are coming to smash to everything. And they like Hulk smash and they just come through and they destroy everything and they have no thought. Pro no, they just saying, man, y'all don't even speak the same language we speak. So you're not on our level. Right. So those people became for thousands of years. Right. Or at least a thousand plus years, excuse me. They became the people who told you that this is what science is. So everybody who was colonized by them, because that's what they did. Everybody who co was colonized by them, or you might say their territory, because, you know, United States citizens, you don't want to admit you colonize people still. But but whoever was in your territory who was colonized. You basically said, if you don't do what we do, you're a barbarian, bar, 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 bar. And if you can't speak our languages, then you're not sophisticated enough. You're not in the upper class. You're not highly lifted up. You're not somebody who's highbrow. By the way, even terms like highbrow and lowbrow, they did this to Native Americans. We talked about this like over a year ago, I feel, I feel like. But but remember, Native Americans, when they were found, or people who were indigenous, period, a lot of times we were healthier, so we had our hairlines, right? They weren't so healthy in Europe as they were going around, so they would lose their hair, right? And so what they started doing is, hey, you know, the people who get older and therefore losing their hair as they get older, they started saying, well, you know what? We're highbrow, right? That means that basically your brow or your your, your hairline, really, <coughs> right? I know you think of your brow here, right? But they were saying their hairline their that goes back, therefore their brow is goes back too. <coughs> and so since they're highbrow, even though they're unhealthy, they would say that their highbrow status allows them to be smarter than you. And if you're lowbrow, your hairline is down here, then that means that you're not as educated. This is this is facts, right? So so when somebody tells me something is scientific, <coughs> it comes on your culture. I have to see what do you what are you using for the barometer? What is your standard? What is it that you understand? What is the standard you're under? Right? Um, you know, y'all y'all have heard people say this before in our, in your diaspora, uh, certain parts of the diaspora, maybe not all, 
when you hear your parents say, or you'll hear somebody say, you're about to get in the fight. Somebody say, bruh, I'm about to beat you to the white meat show. Which is crazy, right? But you don't know where that comes from. There actually used to be a standard scientifically that said that, hey, black skin makes you stupid. White skin makes you darker, makes you smarter. So if you have black, black skin, you're already automatically low brow. So if we beat you when we whip you, when we see the white meat show, they have, this is literally scientific, according to them. Not too long ago. Don't let them fool you. Oh, this was thousands of years ago. No, no, no. This was hundreds of years ago. No, no, no. They taught that when they beat you in the white meat show, that meant that your, your intelligence, your intellect was showing. It was making a way. It was trying to escape. They were literally, they were trying to save you by beating you. Foolishness. It's not intellect. Or it is intellect, but whose intellect is it? Is it intellect to where we're conforming to wickedness or we're being transformed out of it? Right? Before you start proving, where is your mind? Take responsibility for your mind. Before you start trying to disprove and prove, what are you conformed to that is going to make you in the end be a liar? Before you start proving, are you still conformed to some things that you shouldn't have anything to do with? The Bible is the white man's book. Before it was called a Bible, it existed. The Bible is just for Christians only. Before there was Christianity, these scrolls existed. The Bible doesn't do anything. They didn't even have, matter of fact, you're not even speaking it right. It's in Hebrew. It's, it, you're saying it's Hebrew, but they spoke Aramaic. Why would Hebrew speak Aramaic? And on top of that, Aramaic people didn't even have, you know, characters. They used the phonetic Aleph Ba'at, which is Hebrew. Just like you use an alphabet, which is Greek, but you say you speak English. You don't even have a writing for your, for your language. You don't have a writing for English. You use an alphabet. Spanish people don't have a writing for their language. They have an alphabet. French people don't have a writing for their language. They have an alphabet. Oh, you've been duped. Right? You, you, you speak Greek or you write Greek, which is basically speaking about the same thing. You write Greek, but speak a version of a language that's a, that's a language that when the people got off, basically it got off. You're conformed to a mindset. In your intellect, you think that you write in English, but you can't write in English. You write in Roman. Yeah, come on. Where's your intel, your information coming from? You, there, there is no such thing as English writing. Shakespeare, which, by the way, we also know that there's a sister out there that there's getting there's gaining more traction with evidence that possibly she wrote a lot of Shakespeare stuff, not all of it. Right. But at the end of the day, if you let's just be nice for today, Shakespeare, Shakespearean writing is not English literature. It is Greek literature looked at through an English mindset. Uh-oh.